there are a lot of OTAs and channels out there. A lot of them just kind of do the same thing. Some of them are just very regional. Those are great. Those are really helpful. I think that it's important to have strategies, right? So ours is always a property manager, a big, very big property manager, a client of ours said the other day to us, he said, well, we use Verbo for our, you know, our, our one year and, and to, you know, six months out. We use uh, Airbnb for six months to 30 days out and we use you guys for 30 days in. So it's like you've just got, you know, you have these different channels and use different OTAs and you use them for different reasons and you use them strategically. Welcome to Short-Term Rental Solutions, a show for hosts and property managers looking to overcome obstacles, maximize revenue, and optimize their short-term rental business by learning from the innovators who are designing the solutions that are shaping our industry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Short-Term Rental Solutions Show. We are going to be talking about money, more money, and how we can help you get more money by really looking at the distribution of your properties. A lot of people are familiar with and maybe started their short-term rental journey with having their properties on Airbnb, maybe Airbnb and VRBO, or depending if you maybe are international, maybe booking.com was the first platform that you had your properties on. But I think in today's day and age, it's really worthy of taking a few minutes and talking about distribution and understanding how that can actually affect your revenue and the success of your short-term middle business. So we're really lucky today because we have Alex Alioto, co-founder and head of growth at Wimstay, which is a new platform out there that we can consider having our properties on. So Alex, thank you for joining us on the show today. Christian, pleasure to be here. How are you? Thank you so much. So Let's just take a second, as always, and let you introduce yourself for a couple of minutes and just tell a little bit about, you know, who you are and how you ended up here at Wednesday. And then let's jump into talking about distribution, which is kind of, I think, the elephant in the room that not enough people are talking about. So yeah. go ahead. Why don't you introduce us to yourself? Yeah, I, lo- I love it. I think that's that's fun. And it's, uh, maybe that makes me a nerd, but talking about distribution is my JM. So yeah, my name's Alex Alioto, born and raised in San Francisco. We, uh, and that's actually now where we are located as a company. I am the co-founder of Wimstay. Wimstay is a channel slash OTA. We are in the short-term rental space, have been for about three years now. What we do is help property managers fill their unsold gap nights last minute, right? It's all about incremental revenue. Incremental revenue, incremental travelers. So that's our thing. We started this company... My co-founder and I started it. Ben is is the sort of chief founder. He founded this company because he had an issue. He's a very, very smart businessman, an entrepreneur in the Bay Area, brought a lot of company to exit and very successful. So he's just got that sort of mind of like, if there's an issue, we need to have a solve for it. He had a couple of short-term rentals that he bought, one in Maui, one in Lake Tahoe. And he recognized that if there was expiring inventory, Really, the only thing he could do with it was throw a discount on it. And if you throw a discount on it, your strategy at the end of the day is hope. You're hoping somebody happens to come to your property and find your discount, right? And so to him and to that kind of sort of entrepreneurial mind, uh, that did not fly. So um, uh, interestingly enough, he was not necessarily aware of a company called Hotel Tonight, which was doing this exact thing, but in the hotel space. So he didn't realize that it was already a proven model. 
but he did think to himself, well, how do we, how do I fix this, right? How do we get it so we are driving people, making people make the decision, I am going to go to this site because I want to specifically find last minute deals and then therefore get rid of that expiring inventory. So uh, with another friend of ours, he came to me and and we started this thing. This has been three years and we're doing exceptionally well. We couldn't be happier with the progress. It's the hardest damn thing I've ever done in my life, though. I'll say that. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with doing hard things. No. A lot of great things have been done by people who are not afraid of doing I would say most things. of the things have been done by people who are, who are risk averse. So Yes, exactly. So, okay, here I am. I'm a host. I'm wanting to, you know, look into this, but I think fear is what holds a lot of people back. Yeah. I don't know. What is your, what's your pulse on what you think maybe is holding people back from adding more channels to their distribution? That is a great question. I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think there's a trust factor, right? Like who are, you know, are these people going to be bringing me the right traveler? Uh, specifically, look, I mean, I'll be very honest. We, we our, our value proposition is based on last minute, right? And so if you will talk to any host or any property manager, they'll say a lot of their problem clients come in last minute bookings, right? So, which is a problem we understand. And, uh, and so we've addressed it, obviously, and, and we've got safeguards around it. But that could be it. It could be there's comfort with Airbnb and Verbo, right? And Mark Simpson from Boosley, I will uh, quote him all day, every day. Uh, he's a really smart guy and, and runs a very cool business all about sort of driving direct bookings. But he's got this quote, and that is, if 85% of your bookings are, are coming from Airbnb, you don't work for yourself. You work for Brian Jeske. So I think that was, you know, I think that's a really, really smart thing. So I, I you know, it could be that. It could be this idea as well that you just want direct bookings. And that makes sense. But, you know, again, I think that, that having a diverse distribution strategy does not prevent you from getting more direct bookings. As a matter of fact, I think it's a harbinger for more direct bookings because there's a traveler acquisition piece to it, which is a big sort of part of our ethos is how do we, how do we create travelers for property managers and hosts that then allow them to, to, to book direct next time? Uh, there's a whole cascading effect to that if, if you really sort of look at the um, kind of the economics of it all. So maybe it's probably a combination of all those things mostly. And then, oh, last one is just not being educated, right? Not knowing. There are a lot of OTAs and channels out there. A lot of them just kind of do the same thing. Some of them are just very regional. Those are great. Those are really helpful. I think that it's important to have strategies, right? So ours is always a property manager, a big, very big property manager, a client of ours said the other day to us, he said, well, we use Verbo for our, you know, our, our one year and, and to, you know, six months out, we use uh, Airbnb for six months to 30 days out and we use you guys for 30 days in. So it's like you've just got, you know, you have these different channels and use different OTAs and you use them for different reasons and you use them strategically. And so I think it's a lot of this is why, you know, what you're doing, Christian, so great, right? It's just, it's education, uh, education for what's out there. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I thinking about my own personal journey, right? Because I, <laughs> I'm nothing special. I'm completely the same as everybody else. When I started, I cast my properties onto Airbnb and VRBO initially. Uh, that's what, quote unquote, everybody else was doing. It seemed like a tried and true method, fairly easy. I know there were millions of travelers on those platforms looking for accommodations. So, you know, it was like the lowest of the low hanging fruit. Right. And, you know, once I 
gained my confidence as a host and knew that I had my systems and my operations in place, I don't know. I was looking for the next way that I could progress my business. Is it going to be adding another amenity? Is it, I mean, what am I doing to stand out? That's what we always think of initially when we think of how can I get more revenue out of this address, this particular listing? And yes, you can do different things that can set yourself apart, you know, within the four walls of your home. But I began to consider, okay, well, maybe I just need to get my listing in front of more eyeballs. And so for me, that was a conversation I was having with myself about this time last year. And I decided that I was going to take the leap and put my property on. In that case, it was booking.com. I'd heard about booking.com, good, bad, and otherwise. And I just decided I was ready to take the leap. And so January, well, I was actually over Christmas when my kids were home from school and we were just chilling. I spent a couple of hours getting my property listed and I found the fruits of the labors of that great in the sense that I did drive almost another $40,000 of revenue into my short-term rental business by adding one additional uh, listing platform to my business. And it really opened my eyes personally to what can happen when you're willing to kind of step outside the normal box that people think of as far as distribution or the safer, safer is not really the right word, but standard, safer, common, I don't know. Yeah. whatever it looks like but it really got me thinking okay i need to i need to put more time into looking and expanding and that's kind of where you know as i've continued to research and get educated i got really excited about what you guys are doing with wimstay and realizing the the benefit that it has for people and you know not just wimstay like you said there's there's lots of other choices it really can be a way to drive additional revenue and it literally costs nothing, zero. Yeah, costs nothing for me to get on booking.com, costs nothing for people to get on Wednesday. Why would we not be doing this? It's crazy in my opinion. Yeah, it is. I mean, look, it's like you wanna have, you, you talk about, if you were to talk about your investments, you would always say, let's have a diverse strategy when it comes to investments, right? It's, why wouldn't this be the exact same thing? So, you know, there's, there's uh, I, I think it's Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? So put a shot on, put a shot on goal. Uh, so, you know, get, you know, I, get yourself the opportunity. Here's the thing, and I don't know if we're going to get into our, I, I think when you and I chatted before, you want to get into demographics a little bit and would love to do that. But it's like everything has its own demographics, right? And so we are very, we're, we're you know, we're, we're relatively, I would say, we're even across our demographics, but we predominantly are Gen Z and millennial, right? This is the golden age of travel right now. Right now we are living in the golden age of travel. And the golden age traveler is that millennial Gen Z, I think Gen Y, I don't really know, but uh, why that <laughs> All the generations, right? Yeah. I don't know. We are, uh, we, what are we? We're, uh, we're Gen X, I think, right? I think so. Okay. <laughs> so at any rate, so, you know, you, the way that this current, generation is traveling is vastly different than the way that baby boomers and gen x are traveling it just is right like that i would say that baby boomers would say let's take one week-long vacation every year to hawaii or to destin or to whatever it is right this generation of travelers is vastly different it is multiple three to four day vacations a quarter right it is 
extended stays because remote work is really becoming the standard at this point. So I can work from home, just not my home. And so this is a massive part of what's going on. And you have to look at how do Gen Z and Gen Y and millennials, how do they, how do they purchase, right? What do they do? Are they, uh, are they the easiest option? No, generally they're not. They are much more technologically savvy. They're much more willing to, uh, to look and find what deal feels the best to them. Uh, they are much more willing to, to search, right? It's not call a travel agent and, and get this done for me. It is, I'm going to find something that is a great piece of value for me at a great home that provides all the amenities that I'm looking for. And so it's a much more almost in a way discerning, right? And so are you getting, are you getting in front of them? Because these, these folks are the golden generation. Brian Chesky said this. In one of his, I don't know if it was a, a quarterly review or something like that of, of Airbnb, but he sort of mentioned this age group as like, what we've got coming down the pike is really, really intriguing, right? The other thing is they tend to want to stay in uh, short-term rentals more than they do hotels because they're much more experience-based, right? So it's much more about, uh, is this Instagrammable? Not my jam, right? I don't even have Instagram. I think it's kind of awful. But it's, but it, it's a big deal to a lot of people. It's really important to a lot of people. They want to make sure they have an experience. Can you have an Instagrammable experience in a hotel room? Probably not, right? So there's all these factors that come into this. So are you getting in front of them? That's the question. Um, that's our main demographic. Those are folks that are willing to travel spontaneously because they don't have a work office to go to anymore. You know, they, maybe it's pre-children, so they've got a little bit more income to spend. And they're willing to be a little bit more spontaneous, but at the same time, they know, hey, I don't have to take the first deal I look at. So these are all really important things. And by the way, great travelers. I mean, amazing and respectful and incredible travelers. So, so you know, it's that, that sort of, you know, there's, uh, I'm in my 40s, right? The get off my lawn sort of thing. No, it's not the case. These are, they're, you know, they, they like to talk about where they go. Uh, they want the good experience. They, they cherish the good experience. They want to talk about the good experience. And I think that kind of will, will segue. And I don't, I don't want to completely... Go there. Go for it. I don't want to completely hijack this thing. But I do think it's, you know, I really think I am of the opinion, and Wednesday is of the opinion, that direct bookings in and of itself um, is probably the single most important thing to the, uh, to, I, I would say the success for lack of a better word of this industry. And the reason why is because if you kind of look at the gap between hotels and short-term rentals, a lot of that gap, it's gone. I, I read something in fortune uh, magazine. It was like some poll or something survey that was done where that gap between hotels and vacation rentals is now about 4%, uh, which means, and it used to be 15, 20, 30%, right? So that gap is closing. Now, what's going to make it so that gap not only closes, but then goes So can I way. ask, is yeah. that a price gap? What's the gap? No, that's a gap between people that used to just go to hotels and now are going to short-term rentals. So, ah. it is, so it's not a price gap. It is, these are folks that are now, they used to say, no, I only go to hotels, right? Uh, versus I only go to short-term rentals. That gap used to be 20%, now it's four. And so basically, in other words, people are going to short-term rentals more than they ever have. And so what's going to kind of eclipse that, in my opinion, is hospitality. 
So there's a certain element that people expect from a hotel. And that is they, they want to make sure they've got their amenities. They want to make sure they're taken care of. They want to make sure it's clean. Uh, you know, all of these things that are so very important, right? So if we can, if property managers and hosts are focusing on, hey, I'm going to do my best to ensure that this person books direct next time, then you're going to put a little bit more emphasis on these types of things, right? You're probably going to add a local flair to it, right? If I'm in San Francisco, maybe I'll add like some some Bay Area breweries and put a couple of IPAs in the refrigerator or like a local coffee or something like that, right? I'll make sure the place is clean. I'll make sure to be very, very on top of it. If they call me, I'll call them right back. And if there's an issue, I'll go fix it, right? All of these things that are so important to travelers to make sure that, hey, I'm on vacation. I want to be on vacation. I want to be to a certain extent pampered. I want this to be an experience. If, if property managers and hosts are focusing on that, those folks will come back direct next time. And if they come back direct next time, that means they've switched over to short-term rentals. And it also means from Wimstate's perspective, I mean, one thing that we'll always do is at a booking, we'll give the, the host or the, the property manager all the, uh, the guest information fully unencrypted. The reason why is because we want them to go get that direct, uh, that, that direct booking next time. And if that guest has an amazing time, it's not all kumbaya. We're not like, oh, share. We do like share. But it is, a, to a certain extent, it's, hey, you know, you do your thing. Bring this, this person back direct. If that person has that experience, they're going to say, hey, if I ever come back to Orange Beach, I'm going to you. But you know what? I'm also, if I ever go a short-term rental, I had a great Wednesday experience. So I'm going to go back to Wednesday. So it's a cascading effect, right? So I think that's, it, it's super duper important. Have a diverse distribution, get to every traveler you can, and focus on direct. So that's kind yeah. of it. Yeah. Amen to everything. Preach it. <laughs> Preach it. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Literally with everything. And I think, you know, it's really interesting. I was doing some reading the other day. There was something that Airbnb posted. I want to say it was like in June of 2023. I'll dig it up. I'll put a link in the show notes here. But it was an article talking about like distribution, uh, like distributed travel or something. I can't remember the exact terminology that they were using. Oh, or no, a dispersal, uh, travel dispersal. And basically it was the, the brunt of the article was talking about how short-term rentals have provided accommodations to different neighborhoods and areas that were either unserved or underserved Crazy. by hotels. Crazy. And so, you know, as short-term rental properties are cropping up around cities or even in smaller communities that didn't really have, you know, a Hilton or a Marriott or whatever, that they're able to provide access. And so in that way, that's another way that we're kind of gaining traction with travelers and closing that gap uh, between the hotels and, well, it's not even a gap because the hotels weren't even there to begin with, right? Right. <laughs> or just, yeah, but it's adding to that city and to that region and to that place, right? And it's allowing, I think, going back to that experience piece, it's allowing people to experience the place they're going to. Yes. Look, I like hotels. I don't, I love them, as a matter of fact. I love walking into a lobby of a nice Four Seasons. I just like it. I like the smell. I like the feel. I do. But you're also somewhat confined, right? I mean, you're in an area that's probably a hotel resorty type of area. You're in an area that's, you know, I mean, a lot of times people just end up kind of getting stuck within the hotel. You're probably not seeing neighborhoods, so you're not experiencing 
neighborhood coffee shops. You're not experiencing neighborhood restaurants. You're not experiencing neighborhood retail, right? And so it, it, you're just not, unless you have a rental car, you know, I mean, there's a whole deal, right? So you're not doing public transportation. Like how cool is that? I was in Nashville recently for a, uh, a conference. I did not stay in a hotel. I stayed in a whim stay in a short-term rental in Nashville. I used the public transportation. I used uh, Ubers to get around. I walked around. I would not have done that if I was in a hotel, right? And this is, was a really cool neighborhood around Fisk University, which I definitely would not have known about or gone to, right? So it's about discovering cool and awesome places and then really kind of adding to the local economy. Because if you're in a hotel, you are not going to that coffee shop that's in that neighborhood five, five neighborhoods away. You're not. You're just not. You're maybe not going to that little bistro that's, that's in that little neighborhood, right? You're just not. You're maybe not shopping in that little boutique. So it's, uh, I, I look at it, strengthens local economies. It, it gives experience for local. It, it, it uh, invigorates neighborhoods. It's great. It's awesome. Dispersal. I would love to see this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Jeski. I'm joking. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So here we are. Now we're all excited about distribution and, you know, kind of doing a little analysis to see if there's potentially some distribution partners like Wednesday, for instance, who maybe we should be connecting up with. But for someone who's never done that before and maybe is a little nervous or hesitant to connect up with a, another channel, what, what, what advice would you give that person? What questions should they be asking? What's the way to go about that strategically and make sure that the partners that you do choose to collaborate with and you know send your listings over to, that that's going to work out and it's going to be a good fit? I would say I have a strategy. So I have a reason, have a why. Uh, and so a lot of that is what kind of traveler you want to attract, what kind of uh, windows do you want to attract them in? If you go and look at your calendar and say, okay, what's sort of missing? Is my booking window squeezed, but my booking pace is down? Okay, then maybe look at something like booking where there's a, a longer sort of uh, a lead time. Uh, is, is do, am I good on booking pace, but my booking window is not squeezed? And so I've got a lot of stuff that's missing within my, within my last 21 days. Uh, then you look at Webstay, right? So I think kind of look and see what it is you want and be able to fill in gaps so you know that sort of everything is covered. In addition to that, I would look at commission rates, right? Uh, there are some outrageous commission rates out there. And I know that margins are already relatively thin in this industry. So, and if you're a host, your margins are somewhat thin, right? Yeah, they just are. Especially if you own a home and a property manager runs it for you, right? So I would say, you know, make sure that the commissions are not outrageous. So that's a, a really important thing, I think. What's the process like to get on board? Is it 15 minutes or is it a month and a half or two months? You know, if it's a month and a half or two months and you're willing to go through that and that particular channel fits that particular thing for you, have at it, go do it, right? And it doesn't bother you, then great. But, you know, so I think all of those things are really, really important. I think, how do you want to uh, price out everything? How important is ADR to you? Are you willing to go below the average ADRs, those types of things? So, you know, I would say strategy is the number one thing. Have a goal, have a why. And I think if you've got your why and you've got a goal to get to at the end of the year, and then you have your controllables, right? You can't, you know, goals are funny because 
you can't really necessarily control whether you hit your goal or not. You just can't. Uh, I'm in sales, so I know this, right? There's certain things you can control, though. Uh, you can control in sales your activity. Uh, in this case, you can control what your game plan is. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm seeing. This is how I'm going to do it. You put it in place, you set it, you forget it, and you go about your business and you allow it to take care of itself, which it always does. So I would say that would be the main thing for me. Yeah. Well, and I'll chime in based on my experience of this exercise of adding another platform when, at the beginning of 2023. What really felt uh, assured me that I was ready to take that step was that, you know, I knew it, for me, a part of it was looking at the property management software yeah. that I was connected to. I knew that they, you know, had additional channels I could connect with. I knew that a lot of the messaging automations I'd set up were going to work flawlessly. I had the opportunity to adjust, you know, kind of adjust my rates per channel. You know, if I wanted to have a tick up in my rate to compensate for the commission that the channel was going to charge me, I could do that on a per channel basis. Right. And so I could really kind of micromanage, you know, how my listing was going to come through and what the guests were going to see as far as pricing and whatnot per each individual channel. And for me, that gave me additional confidence to take that step. And so, you know, like I said, I, I'm going to straight up go out there and say publicly on the record, I have my listings now on Wednesday, but I've also added, yep, right there. <laughs> uh, I, I've also added some additional channels because it makes sense. It's basically free to do. Why would I not get my listing in front totally. of as many eyeballs as possible? So, totally. and, look at, really and you know, look at property management software systems that allow that, right? I mean, I would say uh, that's another thing sort of in terms of strategy, right? Use a PMS that's, 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 you know, that's got those sort of connectivity partners. And if yours and if you're on one already that doesn't, and you do want to have distribution, go find a channel manager, right? Uh, that does go find. And so there's a number of really, really great ones, right? So yeah, super important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Yeah. I, I, I think that, you know, the takeaway for this episode really is truly all about getting strategic and looking at your business. And it's, this is the other thing. It's dazzling to me, like mind boggling, the number of channels that are out there that we can connect with. Like there is hundreds, hundreds of channels that could potentially be distributing your listings. And like you said, your your property management software likely has a few that they have like, you'll hear API connection, they have an API connection to, but they likely also have connections to channel managers. Like for example, we'll throw out the name Rental United. That's one that you can connect to hundreds of different channels through Rentals United. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So it can be like your property management software to Rentals United to, you know, you name it, other channel. Mm -hmm. So take a little bit of time, get curious, get exploring, try to research and figure out what channels you could be potentially connecting to. Over on strhub.com, we actually have a section of the site that's specifically devoted to online travel agencies. We've got information about a number of them there. We're continuing to add to the information. We've just done the lowest hanging fruit of getting the names and the most general information about many of them up there but we're continuing to add some of the finer points for these so it can help you quickly discover 
and then learn some of the nuances of these channels. So if you want a, a little exercise in maybe discovering what some of the potentials are, head on over there and check out that section of the website. Beautiful. But Love it that you're doing that. That's great. Yeah, definitely. So Alex, thank you so much for fun. being on the show today. Yeah. This is, I mean, I think it's great. Make a New Year's resolution that you're going to find one or two new channels to connect up with. And yeah, just sit back and watch the fruits of those labors and hopefully be pleasantly surprised with some additional revenue coming into your business. Love it. Yeah. So Alex, why don't you tell people where they can find Wednesday and how they can connect up with you? Lovely. Yeah. Go, just go to Wimstay.com. That's the, the website, obviously. Uh, you can find a, uh, a little button in there that says, you know, add your properties to Wimstay. You could do it that way. You can also always just, uh, you can email me and I can always figure something out and get it to the right uh, salesperson. But Alex at Wimstay.com, A-L-E-X at W-H-I-M-S-T-A-Y.com. That's my that is my direct email. So uh, feel free to email me if you hear this and, uh, and I'll make sure that you get to the right person. Absolutely. And I will say one more note to close. Very easy to get connected to Wimstay. 15 minute on board. Got to yeah. love it. Yeah. Super, super easy. There's literally no reason <laughs> why, yeah. you know, you shouldn't at least explore whether this could potentially be good, a good option for you. Thanks. So. I appreciate you saying that. And this was yeah. a lot of, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for spending a couple minutes with us. And we look forward to having you back for next week's show and offering you information and conversations with the innovators who are designing the solutions that are shaping our industry. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you could spare a moment, please leave the show a quick review. Your review helps us help more hosts and property managers like yourself. By the way, if you're a realtor, lender, bookkeeper, accountant, interior designer, or other professional who specializes in serving the short-term rental industry, we need to get you listed on STR Hub and start spreading the word about your services. So reach out to me via email, christiane at strhub.com. Thanks again for listening. And be sure to join me next time to catch my latest conversation with the innovators designing the solutions that are shaping our industry.